Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise Podcast with me, your host, Moira Kassaba. I am so excited, you guys, to share with you today something a little bit different than our normal solo episodes. So last week, I did what I was calling a mini masterclass in my favorite topic, vision. Yes, people have referred to me as the vision queen because it's my favorite topic to teach on, to train on, to help people just break through. And I believe that this mini masterclass is so valuable. It can be the game changer for you for 2024. I had so many people reach out in response to this class that said, you know, I have heard about vision from you many times, but in this class, in this mini masterclass, I heard the one thread, the one thing that's going to change the game for them in 2024. And so it's my hope that you find the same I'm so excited to share this training with you. Let's dig in. Let's do this thing. Let's chat my favorite subject. And I'm going to try my hardest, guys, to wrap this up in a quick 30 minutes because I know we're all overwhelmed with too much information, right? I'm going to start there. So many of us get trapped in overtraining land and Therefore, we're not taking action, right? We're consuming all kinds of information. We're listening to all these podcasts. We're tuning into Growth Day, which is awesome. We're listening, we're listening, we're listening, we're listening, we're consuming. We're getting on the 10 o'clock training. Then we're getting on the 12 o'clock vision training. Then we're getting on a three o'clock call. Then we're getting on night calls, but we're not taking action. That is what separates the 2% from the 98%, right? I have a mastermind group that I call the 2% tribe. It's truly for women that are operating in that 2%, right? That are doing things differently. Most of the world stays stuck. Most of the world, guys, I was just looking at statistics last night. I was reading an article. Do you know that there are 60 million people in just the United States alone that suffer from anxiety and depression? 60 million, over 60 million. We are so caught up in our minds and we are not in action. I don't even want to go there because this, I can't, it's so hard for me to share this statistic with teenage children, but suicide is the number two leading cause of death for our children, for our children. We have to do things differently. And if you're a mama or a grandparent or anything, any type of influence to the next generation, what you do matters. How you show up in the world matters. We are a ripple effect for every single person around us, right? If you guys are in kind of my coaching bubble, you've probably heard me talk over the years about my becoming somebody completely different than I was a decade ago has been the greatest influence in my children's lives right? Way more than tummy time, (laughs) way more than arts and crafts in second grade, way more than going on the field trips. Who I became influenced them. How I show up, the example I am. They know hard work. They know sacrifice. I love it when my 15-year-old son says like, well, must be nice you get to stay home all day. Wish I could do that. I'm like, well, if you two work your ass off for 30 years, you can write your your own script, right? Like I have those conversations. Like it's not all easy, babe. (laughs) But they hear this. They understand that the reason they get to have what they have 
the the choices, the freedoms, the the trainers, the special travel teams is because I have worked my tail off. And part of that includes sacrifice with them, right? So that I can go do these things and be able to provide a different life. So your vision matters. All right, so like I said, I'm gonna try to keep this to 30 minutes, so let's dig it. So I have five steps that I have shared. I shared this a couple of years ago in a big presentation, but I wanna recap these five steps because I have worked with literally hundreds of women who get stuck on vision, right? That there's a hiccup or there's there's a roadblock somewhere along the way that they just can't unlock. And I believe that there's a lot of little things that can be just that one thread that you're like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that. Now, like all, you know, all systems go. So step number one, obviously when we write a vision, we're just trying to write down like, what are the goals? What do we want? What are the dreams? What are the desires? Why do we want this? And this is literally so often the thing that people miss. Like we'll spend all year trying to work towards something, but we're really not sure what we're actually working towards. So I was scrolling social media the other day and Oprah popped up and I always stop on Oprah. (laughs) And the question was posed to her, why don't more people achieve their dreams, their goals? And I'm like sitting there, right? Hanging on the edge of my seat. And Oprah pauses and says, well, because most people don't know where they're going. Like most people, the large majority of people haven't spent enough time really getting clear on actually what they want, right? Like it takes time. It takes hours. My husband and I got in a friendly laughing argument the other night because he's like, I think I'm going to do this in 2024. And I was like, you can't just spit something out when you've thought about it for 30 seconds and decide that's what you want. And he was like, whoa, sister. And I was like, listen, you got, you got to dig deep. Like you got to figure out what matters. You got to figure out if this is the thing you say you're going to do, are you going to be willing to sacrifice all the things you want to do in pursuit of the goal? Is it worthy of your sacrifice? Is it worthy of your time? right? We got to get clear on that. We can't just give in to societal pressures and be like, oh, I think if you're in the body coaching bubble, like I'm going to be an elite coach because everybody else is saying they're going to be an elite coach. So I guess I'm supposed to say, no, is that what you want? Is that what you desire? Is that going to give you the income? Is that going to give you the freedom? Is that going to give you the, do you want to be a leader? Like you have to spend time digging deep. And a lot of times, myself included, we get stuck with a blank sheet of paper. We get stuck and we're like, gosh, you told me I had to really dig deep. I don't, I don't know where to begin, right? And I was working with one of my, way back in the beginning, one of my top coaches that I was mentoring and she was doing amazing things, but it was, it was like 18 months, maybe two years into working with her that she was like, I, I haven't really ever nailed the vision thing. And I was like, what? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I'm just stuck. And she had been stuck in literally overthinking it, right? So here's a great place to start if you're that person and you get stuck. I get stuck with a blank sheet of paper. I couldn't tell you, I've built two houses. I could never tell you what I want in a house from a blank sheet of paper, but I can copycat all the other things out there, right? I can look at the house I'm living in and tell you all the things that I don't like about it to paint a picture for what I do want in the new house. Does that make sense? So failure 
is a gift. Failure is a gift. That is the biggest point in the direction of what you do want, right? When you feel any negative emotion, and obviously we normally feel negative emotion from failure, right? But say say that um, you are angry because you can't afford for your children to go on the travel soccer team, right? That's contrast. I don't, I don't like this. I'm pissed. I'm angry. I can't believe it costs $2,500 and you're bitching about that. If you had the, that's going to, that paints the picture, right? You want the financial freedom to be able to do that and just stroke the check and let your children go do this beautiful thing. No questions asked. So any, anything you're pissed about in your life, I, I love Zoom calls because I'm not on a stage and I can maybe kind of curse. Um, anything you're pissed about, anything you're angry about, anything you're complaining about, literally write it on a sheet of paper. And I always just draw one line down the center, put contrast on one side and the other side is your clarity. These are all the things I hate. These are all the things I'm complaining about. These are all the things I wish I could change. And you're like, but I don't know what I want. Yes, you do. It's the opposite of all of that right? You're frustrated with your husband. You want a happy communicative marriage, right? You're irritated that you've got to, you know, juggle all these kids and you can't get them here and you can't get them there. And you're sacrificing this and you're having to blah, blah, blah. What if you had help? What if you were able to afford help for your kids? Wouldn't that be amazing? I hate cooking. I freaking hate it. I never want to be in the kitchen. I used to feel really guilty about that as a mom until I finally was like, no, no, no. One of my clear goals is that I can afford to either have meals made, dropped off, a meal service, something like that, right? Because this is not my superpower. I hate cooking. I don't want to be in the kitchen. The things that you hate, the things that you're complaining about, the things that you're envious of is what you want. You're envious of somebody else's income. You're envious of their confidence. You're envious of their team. You're envious of their marriage. Don't get stuck in the negativity downward spiral of the envy. Literally go, oh, Moira said, that's a gift. That is a gift given to me by the universe, by God, whatever your higher power is. That is so clearly cut right in front of me that that's what I'm supposed to go chase. That's what I'm supposed to go build. That's what I'm supposed to go create. I remember when I stepped into network marketing, I was jealous of my uplines team. And I was like, well, if I lived on the West Coast with all of you, maybe then I would be successful. But I'm all alone. I can't, I can't be successful because all of you guys are out there getting together for beach days and coffee dates and all these beautiful things. And nobody's here pissed, angry, negative. And I, one day I finally was like, Oh, why don't I use that as fuel? Why don't I go build it? Why don't I go create it? She gave me this incredible gift of, of a vision of what I wanted, of what was possible right? That makes all the difference. So that's where we start. Step number one. Step number two, and this is where my coach that I was referencing earlier that was like stuck for 18 months, this is where she was stuck. Overcomplicating, overthinking, right? I always say that there's two things, there's only two things holding you back in life. And that is your lack of time management and your overthinking. When we're overthinking, we're not taking action. And I can't stress this enough. Like this was actually very clear to me when, when I got super focused on my goal 
and I understood how to make it happen. And I understood, and I'm going to get to reverse engineering at the end here. But when I had a crystal clear goal and I, I was locked onto it and I knew exactly where I needed to be six months in, I knew exactly where I needed to be three months in, which means I knew exactly what I need to accomplish that month which means I knew exactly what I needed to do that week. I was not in text thread talking about outfits, right? I was like, oh my gosh, they have literally spent 36 hours talking about outfits while I'm just building, 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 business, 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 go, 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 action, action, action. Because I was clear on the goal. I was clear on the markers I needed to hit. I don't have time for gossip. I don't have time for reality TV. When you get clear on what you want, you silence the noise. You silence all the bullshit that doesn't freaking move the needle. I don't have time to talk to a volleyball mom about the team gossip, right? I, I ain't got time for that. I got more important things to do. I've got goals. I've got a vision. So don't overcomplicate or overthink your vision, right? I kind of went off on a tangent there, but we're talking about vision. Don't get stuck not writing something down. My rule is if it pops into your head, write it down. Pops into your head, write it down. Pops into your head, write it down. Stream of consciousness. You can't do a vision wrong. There's no possible way. Anything that pops into your mind and your heart, just write it down. It's an ever evolving, moving piece of, of literature for lack of a better word, right? It's always ebbing and flowing and changing. And I think about things and then I'm like, I don't really want that piece anymore. I want this. I got clear on this. I don't want that. I want this. And so it's always moving. It's not like you're trying to create this vision that like you're never going to be able to change it. And you're, you're giving your wishes up to the genie and you can't ever go back. You can go back every single second of every single day, right? So don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. And the question that was posed to me that unlocked the gate was if I had all the time and I had all the money, what would I do? What would my life look like? How would I spend my time? What would I be doing? How would I give back to my community? How would I be showing up for my husband? How would I be showing up for my children? Where would we travel? Where would we, what would our house look like, right? If I literally had every single hour of every single day and a billion dollars in the bank, how would I freaking change the world? Start to dream big, Start to dream big. So that's step number two. Don't overcomplicate it. Just write it down. You got to start somewhere. You can always change, change it. Step number three, it has to be multifaceted is what I always say. <laughs> and this is so important. So I always say like a vision is like a juicy run on sentence, right? It, it might be, I'm not a writer at all, at all. So I just like bullet things out, right? When on a, on I mean, I probably have, in my office, there's probably a hundred sheets of paper that have different different variations of my vision on them. But it doesn't have to be poetic. It doesn't have to be beautiful, right? You just write it however you want to write it, but it has to be multifaceted. So there are business goals in your vision. Goals are in your vision, right? I have a goal to have this type of house. I have a goal to have this type of marriage. I have a goal to have this type of income. But here's the thing, and I've said this before, but it's like literally my truth. If my only vision was to create opportunity for my children, guys, my children are 13 and 15. There are days I want to put them on this corner. Like there are days where I'm like, get out of the car, 
get out of the car and walk. I'm, I'm not motivated to work a business to give them any freedom on that day. I am motivated to take away their freedom on that day, right? So I say that because literally there are going to be days where parts of your vision don't spur you into action. I remember for years I had a goal of going to Bora Bora on my vision board. I'm trying so desperately hard not to travel as much as I'm traveling in my life right now. Like my goal is literally to stay home more. So if my vision said Paris, Italy, Bora Bora, I'd be like, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to work to make this thing happen to for that vision because that vision isn't speaking to me. So you've got to just have layers to your vision, right? Because some days you're going to be motivated by your kids. Some days you're going to be motivated to get away from your kids and go to Bora Bora, right? So it involves all these beautiful parts of your life. The fourth step is I always want you to start out, it's two parts. The first part is I always want you to start out your vision with I am. I am are the two most powerful words in the English language. You are not writing I want, you're not writing I will be, you're not writing I desire. Anytime, and, and we could go down a whole rabbit hole of law of attraction and you know energy and all of that, but if you are wanting and desiring and you think something is out in front of you, then you just continue to attract that it's not happening, that it's out in front of you, that it's in the future. I am, right? I am a six-figure earner. I am an, you know, a five-star coach. I am a number top 1% podcaster. I am a published author. I am. I am fit. I am healthy. I am agile. I am. I am, you know, all, I'm glowing. I am all of these things. I am, right? But again, as women especially, there are going to be days where we are not motivated to do anything for ourselves, unfortunately. And most days for me, I'm actually not motivated to be the top 1% podcaster, or published author, or keynote speaker, or blah, blah, blah. I am much more motivated to impact the world. I am much more motivated by the part of my vision that isn't about me, but it's about you, right? So what part of your vision is serving other people? What does that piece look like? What does that feel like? When I remember that, and I don't wanna post this scary thing on social media, I don't wanna be vulnerable, I don't want to reach out to this person because I'm nervous. I remember that I said in my vision that I was here to serve women, that I was here to change lives, right? And in that moment, I get over my damn self and sacrifice my own feelings of, oh my gosh, insecurity. And I go and I freaking serve, right? I've said before that you have to get over your own ego. You have to care more about other people than you do your own ego in any business you're in, right? You have to care more about serving other people than you're worried about yourself. And when you lead that way, success will come. I've often also said, and this is a, this is a kind of a gut check for a lot of people, that so many women hide behind the curtain of, well, I don't have that big personality and I'm insecure and I'm quiet and I'm kind of an introvert. Guess what? Ask any of my friends that are on this call. I'm like an extreme in introvert, <laughs> extreme introvert. 
I just want to stay home in my house all day long, not be out there with people, right? I come to life because I love to serve, but this isn't like me in my everyday life. Ask my family. I'm very quiet. I'm very reserved. But we're hiding behind this mask of, well, I just, I, I'm just, you know, I don't have that big personality and I struggle with insecurity. But a lot of women will say they are faith driven women. They're in church every Sunday. They're posting their um, their Bible verse at seven o'clock in the morning. They're, you know, sharing all the scripture. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, I, I'm trying not to be judgy, but oh, really? You're so faith driven. But you don't trust in the God that called you to do this work, that's calling you out into the world, that's saying, pick up the God, the phone, pick up the phone and have the phone call, post the thing on social media. We say that we are faith driven, but then we don't carry out the call. Right? You can't be both. So you've got to choose. Are you that faith driven woman that is going to step out into their faith and step out into their calling? Or are you going to continue to kind of live this lie? You got to, you got to get, you got to just gut check yourself on that one. So you and others is step number four. And then step number five is my favorite part. You have to see it and feel it every day. And this is probably the number one thing that people leave off, right? Maybe you wrote your vision down on January 1st and you did a vision board workshop or something. Where is that vision board? Did you look at it this morning? Did you feel it this morning? Because I can tell you the difference between the people that wildly succeed under my mentorship are the people that are reading their vision every single morning, every single morning. I have nine years later on my habit tracker, visualize, visualize. I still go back to this because I'm like, man, if I'm not tracking it, it's not happening. Visualize. I just, I don't know if you saw my Insta stories. I just put a sticky note on my mirror in the gym. Because I kept like, I would work out in the morning before the kids woke up, then I'd run in, get the kids ready, drive to school, come home, get in front of my computer, work, work, work. And every single day, I'm like, oh, I forgot to visualize again. I read my vision before I even do my workout, but to feel it, like to see it come to life on a movie screen, that's different. And so I put a sticky note on the mirror in my gym so that when I'm done my workout, and I am like a puddle of, of literal nothingness anymore after Shanti. I just lay on the ground and put one song in my AirPods, one song, and I visualize. And we are tapping into some major neurotransmitters post-workout right there, right? Like everything is flowing. The emotions are already there. It's not that hard to reach and feel that. So before we wrap up, because this is... This is all great for you to get your vision on a piece of paper and understand how to do that and understand that you need to do that every single morning by, by seeing it and feeling it. But this is kind of the biggest mistake. And again, this is kind of why I got frustrated with my husband the other day. But I was just talking to one of my girls in my 2% tribe yesterday. And I'm like, well, what are your top three? And she said, well, one of them is to um, pay off $100,000 in debt. And I was like, awesome. Okay. I was like, so have you reverse engineered that? And she was like, well, yeah, I think so. And I was like, okay, so that's $8,333 this month. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, if you're going to pay off $100,000 this year, then by July 31st, you're going to pay $50,000 off. By March 31st, you're going to pay $25,000 off. It's January 10th today. 
are you on track to pay off $8,333 this month? And she was like, oh, well, when you put it that way, I'm like, yeah, yes. So let's have a quick little lesson in reverse engineering because I've fallen into this trap too. I remember one year, probably five years ago, I got super clear on the fact that one of my primary goals was to grow my social media so I could influence and impact more, right? So that was like one of my top two goals. And it felt like I could grow by like, I think it was the same thing. I was like, I want to gain 100,000 followers. And then I was like, I, I stuck with that for like two months. I was like doing every single thing I could to like, you know, improve my social media, get traction on my social media. And then one day I was like, wait a second. And it's the same number. I was like, that means that's like 8,000 people a month. That means every single week I need to get 2,000 new followers that means every single day I have to gain 300 new followers. Every single day of the entire year, I need 300 new followers daily to get this goal that I thought was entirely possible for the last couple months, which actually is entirely impossible. It's, it's pretty much impossible unless, you know, viral the whole thing. But that's what we do. We say, I'm going to be an elite coach. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then we have no track for it, right? We have no path. We got to have a path. Because like in the world of network marketing, when I had all these huge, big, crazy, insane goals, when I reverse engineered all that to be the tippy, tippy, tippy top, you know, 0.001%, I was like, oh, okay. That means I have to like, when I, when I dig, dig and dig and dig and dig underneath that goal, I was like, that means I got to recruit like 30 coaches a month because I know statistically maybe out of every 10, one might actually do something right. So that means on average, if I recruit 30, I'm going to have on average, maybe three people do something. Maybe three people become diamonds. And I was like, oh, okay. So this just got real. This crazy big goal that I thought sounded so awesome. I actually have to recruit 30 coaches a month. What does that look like? And here's where I want you to make the connection. If I kept that, and there was a year that I did, it was the year I became top coach. If there was a year, if there was a season where I said, okay, I got to figure out what I got to do on a daily and weekly basis to recruit 30 coaches a month. What do you think I did when I dropped the kids off from school at school? I didn't go to Target, right? I didn't say like, sure, I go to lunch today. I didn't do any of that. I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I got work to do. I got a goal and I know exactly what I need to do. And I know the markers I need to hit along the way because I've reverse engineered it. And the second I get off track, I'm behind. And I'm not on track to hit that goal anymore. That's the way we have to look at our goals. The girl that I was talking to um, yesterday who I adore and she crushed her life last year, meaning she lost 45 pounds and she tripled her income last year. I mean, like the most stellar year ever. But she knew when she had a weight loss goal that she wanted to lose X amount of pounds. Is, is that Angie in the chat? Because my girl's name is Angie. I don't know. If, I don't see a last name. That might be Angie Holmes in the chat right now. Anyway, so she knew how many pounds she wanted to lose by what date, right? Oh my gosh, it is. So she knew how to reverse engineer that. If, if I'm going to lose 45 pounds, 
then I'm going to lose 22 pounds by this date. I'm going to lose 10 pounds by this date. All of a sudden, what changes is your daily actions, right? If you're going to lose a pound or two every week, and I mean, I don't know what it averaged out to a week, but she's not going to eat pizza. She's not going to eat nachos because she knows the, the marker she has to hit along the way. This is the differentiator. This is the thing that separates you. Crystal clear clarity on the goal, reverse engineering it, and knowing what I always say is, you know, whenever I run like power hours and things, I always talk about have your yearly goals, have your monthly goals, break it out into like where you got to be each month. But then my favorite type of goal is a weekly goal. My favorite type of goal. Do you have a weekly goal? It's what I do every single week right here. I've got my weekly goals mapped out. I future proof them in my book of proof. This morning, I was like, oh, yeah. And and guys, I've been doing this for 10 years. I literally wrote the book on it. And still, it's only Wednesday. And I'm like, crap, what did I write on Sunday? What am I supposed to be doing this week? Every single day, seven days a week, I have to remind my brain of the goal. Where am I going? What do I need to do today? This is what doesn't allow me to get into message threads and talk about outfits, to gossip, to, to binge watch TV, to get stuck in the scroll. I don't have time because I have an agenda. I have action items. Taking action changes everything. Everything, 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 everything. Oh my gosh, it's 12.31. We kind of nailed it right at the 30-minute mark. Is this helpful to you guys? I haven't looked at the chat because I didn't want to get like, you know, squirrel. Um, recapping the five steps. So step number one, you got to obviously write the vision, right? But a lot of play, a lot of times we got to start with failure and envy as the contrast that creates the clarity, right? You got to get crystal clear on that goal. Crystal clear on that vision, crystal clear on that life. But anything you're irritated about in your life, anything you're angry about, anything you're complaining about, that's showing you what you actually want. Step number two, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Ask yourself, if I had all the money and all the time in the world, what would I do? What would my life look like? Just start writing. Just start writing. I would, if you're having a hard time with that, if this is like where you get stuck, set a timer for five minutes, make yourself start writing the second it starts, and then just stop when the timer goes off. Just stream of consciousness. Answer that one question. Step number three, it has to be multifaceted, right? We want to have our business goals. We want to have our family goals, our relationship, our body, all of those things, because we're motivated by different things on different days. Number four, I am, I am. It starts with those I am statements. It is about you. But then the second part of step four is it's also about how you're going to serve. It's about other people, because that's going to drive us as women further than anything we want for ourselves. And then step number five is the cherry on top. See it every day. Visualize it. Literally see it come to life. The biggest things I've accomplished in my life, the biggest stages I've spoke on, the most crazy dreams I've had in my life, I have seen them happen in my head a thousand times before they actually happen. It collapses time when you visualize. You start to believe it. You start to feel it. You start to just fall into action towards this goal because it's who you are. It's who you're becoming. Your brain, newsflash, your brain doesn't know the difference between real life and a visualization. It, your brain's just a computer. 
So when you visualize your, yourself achieving this, this accolade, your brain literally, and that's just input into your brain. Your brain's like, I don't know if this is real life or if she's just making up a movie, but hey, this is how we're showing up in the world. I guess I'm going to show up at that accolade. I guess I'm going to show up as that type of earner. I guess I'm going to show up as that type of mom. Think about it. When you, and I call it pre-paving, you can pre-pave your big goals, but you can also pre-pave your day. I love pre-paving my day. When I close my eyes and I see myself joyfully laugh with the kids on the way to school and everything smooth and everything slow. And then I visualize myself coming home, going for a walk, plugging into my personal growth. I just went to an AA meeting. I got my 25 year chip of sobriety. I saw that coming. Like I saw myself this morning leading this, right? With power and passion. And I thought I've seen the whole rest of the day. You have no idea how much more closely your day actually happens like that when you visualized it. Try it for one day. If that's all you do from this, from this call, literally close your eyes the second we wrap this call and visualize the rest of the day. How are you gonna show up hour after hour after hour? How are you gonna show up to your business? How are you gonna show up to your kids? How are you gonna show up at dinner? How are you gonna get into bed tonight and, and do the self-care routine? What time are you gonna see yourself going to bed, right? And then it happens. And life starts to feel good and joyful and easeful. That's the magic. That's a wrap, you guys, on this mini masterclass in vision. Here's the deal. We have more mini masterclasses to come. We have my favorite, favorite topics to teach on, to train on. They are coming up next in the podcast line up. So make sure that you stay tuned. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast on your stories with your friends. Tag me. I love to hear from you guys in my DMs and make sure to always, always, always check the show notes because any resources that I can just give, 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 give to you guys, that's where you'll find them. We will see you next week.